What's up, workers of magic, warriors of wonder, and casters of cantrips, and welcome to Fumble Through, Fumble through. a podcast that has learnt to walk without rhythm, lest we attract spice worms and other human beings. <sighs> Yet again, you join us at the Table of Wonder, situated deep in the heart of the Fumble Factory, as we harness our powers of creativity and find a safe space to roll dice, mess up some maths, and make cool characters in our heads a little less so when we bring them to life. If after all this, you have not already, and be aware i know he's very angry this week Lindsay, follow us on fucking facebook twitter or instagram or fucking else <laughs> all very right angry. We, we really do like you uh Lindsay doesn't mean any aggression by that we'd like to <laughs> welcome you red. into our <laughs> fold if you've never joined us before Lindsay's actually quite nice if you haven't why the fuck not <laughs> jeez <laughs> just fucking do it at risk of sounding like an abused person, he's Please. lovely. I love him. I don't know why I've got this tone. I'm really appreciative of all the people that have joined us and that are joining our conversations. Thank you very much. And now we've made Justin yell, which is excellent for anyone. Did we hit there. the red on any of them? Any of them? <laughs> there was all red. Ah, uh, bit of blue there as well. Ooh. Brett, Lindsay, Luke and myself are pretty excited this week as this game marks seven months that we have had the good fortune of bringing you this passion project of ours. While juggling full-time work, families and other aspects of complicated lives, I think I speak for everyone in this room that this has become our weekly highlight or one of our weekly highlights and we hope that it is for you as well. That was me being nice. It was. I'm a bit shocked. I'm also a bit confused by the arbitrary number of seven months. Seven of- months. I just thought, you know, it's time to take. You got to. You got to celebrate the small things, Lindsay. It's true. And right now, it's it's not a huge time, but seven months is a long time because I missed six months. That's why. <laughs> right. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> you also didn't leave me enough space to say that's what she said when you said celebrate the small things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I jumped in. I know this group too well. So, this week's dicey question comes from a listener named Kyle. But if you would like to be just like Kyle and give us some dicey questions, ignore Lindsay and his anger. Ignore Lindsay and him being uh, aggressive towards everyone. And either answer the dicey question, which we like to post every Thursday, and or post your own dicey question that we can ask at the top of the, qu- of the show. This week, we asked the question, or Kyle asked the question, what part of your body would you want replaced with machinery? And I guess what would it do? Please don't say that. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. So what would you like to be replaced? So think of a good piece of machinery, a body part, but what would it do? I'm not just talking, oh, I've got my arm replaced by a robot arm. I want, I want something and I want something that, it would, that would happen. Spine. Mm-hmm. One, because my back's always sore. I'm sick of it. Two. It's like the joke's like it's the backbone to your body. <laughs> oh god. So what there, you what? <laughs> I, I reckon from there I could quite easily get a pair of wings grafted. Yep. And as we said in a previous episode, I'd like to fly. So Why not just get wings? Because I don't have them already, so I can't get them replaced. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but spine's okay. good. Do you think that would have a material impact on the rest of your body then? And will will you get increased like I'd get legs, jump higher, arms, open the jar pickles I've never opened, been able to open before, spine. They're probably bad by now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's just Brett, you've never not been able to open a jar of food in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Anyway, no, it seems like spine's the prerequisite for a whole bunch of other things mm. rather than the thing itself. Is that pretty much? Yeah. I mean, just the fact. I know you'd probably be able to. Maybe you could limbo better. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Right. That fair enough. Highly useful skill. <laughs> yeah, he sits <laughs> up straight at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So spine, maybe some wings attached to that. Yeah, eventually, you know. Yeah, do got what, it. Yeah. All right. Brett, cool. what would you do? I'd, I'd do my brain. I'd do it for an automatic hook into the internet mm-hmm. and be able to recall knowledge because I might read stuff and I understand it. I can't recall it. <laughs> There's no sense of retention of memory. Mm-hmm. What happens when the internet goes out? <laughs> My internet drops out all the time at home and it is a big point of contention while we're playing our first-person shooters. I've been living with that scenario for like 40 years, Justin. Yeah, yeah. The internet's been going out in my brain for a while now. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You're still on dial-up, aren't you? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, there is this thing when you have actually fast internet where yeah. it buffers stuff ahead of time. Yep. It doesn't work for games, but, you know, if you're watching Netflix. So you just have to work off the buffer. Of his brain until the Netflix kicks back in. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so your brain would be a metal hunk of joy and robotic. Luke, what about you? Sorry, can you just qualify the question again for me? Replace? What part of your body would you want replaced with machinery and what would it do? Hmm. You're thinking Oscar Pretorius? No, no. I was thinking nanites, but... Ooh, like the whole I like where you go. Yeah, yeah, like, like repairs all the damage kind of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood, you change your blood. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's where I'd go then. Yeah. If, that, just if that's allowed. Yeah. I was going to say just if that's allowed. Question. You just won. Yeah. yeah. You, might, just, you might as well not bother answering, Justin, because yeah. there's no, no I also better. want nanites now. <laughs> <laughs> I want nanites for my brain. Because they could like, you know, you could do the wing thing. They'll yeah. they'll morph you into the wings and all that kind of crazy cool stuff. Yeah. Repair any damage. That is how. There's a movie like that with Vin Diesel, isn't there? Well, that's, that's how cool. Iron Man has uh, has now has nanites in his yeah. body, and his he morphs the suit on the outside. Mm. That's mm. you know not to bring it yet again to another. Does that mean yeah. he has to sweat them out? He, he, has to, like, he probably run a does. Each time to sweat yeah. the nanites out of his body. I think it reacts like Justin's intro. Uh, it's a body. It absorbs the sweat, reabsorbs the sweat, like one deep in your intro. Intro. Oh, it walks without rhythm. Yep. I did like that. <laughs> Have you ever tried walking without rhythm? It's extremely hard. Yeah, every time I get on a dance floor, Lindsay. Oh. <laughs> See, I was going to direct it to Luke's probably pretty good at it. Yeah, I was going to say one leg longer than the other. Yeah, it's still a rhythm to yeah, There is. So yeah. There is. It's still a rhythm. I don't want to answer this now. The nanites are there. I was going to say my eyes. The, th- the first thing with the nanites oh. that got me there was the Red Dwarf episode. I think it was the end of season six or something like uh-huh. that where they rediscovered the Red Dwarf and they rebuild his body for him. And he's yeah. almost there. Yeah, yeah. Or I was thinking maybe a multi-tool in your arm or something, you know, like a Astro Boy fingers. I've only got one tool and that's the only one I need. What? You can't... Tough crate? <laughs> is, that, is that a hammer? Is that bread? <laughs> and that's it. Is that, is that why you use it so you often? You took a while to buffer that one up, didn't you, eh? <laughs> I was like, that's really, brain's not you're going to let that one hang out there. And <laughs> I was like, do you want us to... So you use that tool daily. <laughs> it needs constant. It's a ha- I hammer it as often as I can. <laughs> oh, God. It needs constant oiling. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. The maintenance on that thing. Friction's never an Horrible. issue. I, I feel like Kyle's questions always get, he always learns more about us than he probably wants <laughs> to know. Too much sharing. Yeah. The identity theft will be starting soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kyle, for asking your question. Thank you, Kyle. In our Dicey Questions segment. And again, if you want to ask a question, because we can't come up with them because as brett said he needs a new brain 
like the scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz and we can't think of our own questions. All right, so thank you. Now, we are a bit like Wizard of Oz. You could do with a heart. <laughs> yeah. Oil, I mean, I'm always in need of an oil change. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad it's just not me. <laughs> I was going to say that. So that, which that one leaves, of you two is the lion and which yeah. one's Dorothy? <laughs> that leaves, well, Toto. I, I have a dog that's very much like Toto. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dorothy. <laughs> Sorry, I look good in red. So. Last week when we left off, we had just entered round number three of a combat with two skeleton ogres. You guys had gone inside of a shop owned by or called Priceless Antiquities to find that Reuben Price had died. You had traveled there with Sergeant Navoli Thunderback, who is now trapped under a cart in the middle of the street about to suffocate because he can't breathe under the weight and the pressure. He needs some saving. So you guys either got to get to him right now or you've got to make sure that, that you dispatch these skeletons before he dispatches himself. There is a couple of things that I would like to say, though. I got a rule wrong last week and I have since looked up that rule and I have an apology to make to you, Brett. I was giving you damage reduction versus the bomb damage that you have done and that damage reduction actually doesn't take place. So I have actually added 10 points of damage to one of the, uh, one of the skeletons, the ogre skeletons, because you had done two five-point damage fireballs. One was a splash damage and one was a direct hit and I have uh, amended that. I feel bad. I'm not going to say sorry because I'm not. Say, the, the DM's I, being nice. We need to be afraid. I yeah. appreciate your honesty, Justin. In, in the spirit of reconciliation, I too got a rule wrong. Yes. You can roll a re reflex save for the first splash damage damage because you didn't get that. Oh, a reflex I might save roll this half. twice, hey? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking twice. Um. <laughs> That's a reflex of 10, so I think you You're can right. take all we're, of it. We're even. Yeah. You are a fuckstick we're and back. I'm okay. <laughs> we're back. Um, the last thing I, I have uh, just reminded me is that, Lindsay, your character's sick um, and can no longer cackle. Let's <laughs> go all through. Fuck you, Lindsay! <laughs> All right, so does, it, does this mean you're going to go through dice at twice the rate? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Luke, did, can this you could bring get some expensive. dice? In? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Just bring some dice in for me. Okay, so we're we're at the top of round number three right now. You guys are faced in the street by these two skeletons right now. I believe Flopsy is thirty foot back. Lindsay's base to base. Oh, sorry. Miles is base to base with one of the skeletons that is twenty five. So you're twenty five feet in front of Flopsy. Thirty feet is the skeleton. Skeleton's 10 foot wide long, then 10 foot back from that is Reg, and right next to him is another skeleton, okay? And then Sarge is past that. And then that. Sarge is another 20 foot back from that, which is an interesting, uh, interesting predicament where we find ourselves. The skeletons are, are placed right now sort of on the side of each other, so they, they take up the full 20 foot between them. So you can run between them, but you are going to provoke an attack of opportunity. So you can get past, but you're going you're gonna to provoke unless you can do something else about that. And that brings us to round number three. And the time, remember that time that I killed Miles? Dis oh, wait for it. <laughs> Flopsy, it's your go. It's coming. <laughs> Flopsy, it's your go. Okay. Um, 
Flopsy's worried about the Sarge trapped underneath, not being able to breathe. Yep. Obviously, if he can yell out, though, mm-hmm. one would think he's got a little bit of air in his body yeah. and he's got some time, right? It's, it's certainly not going to be not rounds, rounds away. away. It's going to be like a little while. If you know the suffocation rules, it's double your constitution. So right. from being a dwarf, you can assume he is. We might have a minute. Quite, yeah, you've got a minute or two. Flopsy, we could make Sergeant Miles of the watch a reality. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think if a sergeant dies, you get to just be the sergeant. I, I was there when he died. It's my job now. Yeah. It's a badge, I picked right? Up his badge. <laughs> All you need is a badge. All right. What are you going to do, Flopsy? Flopsy is going to pull out a dagger and charge at the closest one. Ooh. <laughs> at the closest, uh, the, the closest ogre. Yep. The skeleton ogre. Yep. So you pull out a dagger and you charge right in to attack it. Uh, he might. He might need to tumble that last five foot. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you and you are. So you're thirty foot away. If you tumble, that's more than one move. Ah, uh, then he can't do that, can he? Oh look, and you I thought about it. No, I'm not doing it. Um, he's going to pull and load his crossbow. Okay. You pull out a crossbow and you load it. That brings us to Miles. What are you going to do? Okay. I need some clarification on on spacing. I know you've said it a thousand times. Yes. Okay. So there's a guy right in front of you. So I need to keep both of them within 30 feet. Yeah, they're both within 30 feet. So, so there's a guy in front of I... you and then there, and he's a 10-foot square and then five foot behind him is where Reg started. So t- Reg is actually 10 foot behind that and yep. then the, the skeleton is 15. So if I move backwards, him. I'm not in 30 feet anymore. If you move backwards, the furthest one away from you is 25 feet away. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to sleep strike the one in front of me. Mm-hmm. That's a nutty seven. you already try? Oh, you didn't hit I when didn't you hit. tried to no. sleep strike him last time. No. So that's a nutty seventeen, which takes it to a twenty-two. A twenty-two will definitely hit the skeleton ogre that is in front of you. And I do. Is that the one near me, near Reg? Uh, no. Four points of bludgeoning damage, and I need it to make a will save. So you do four points of bludgeoning damage, and we'll just call the will save no because these things, as are most skeletons, do not sleep. I knew that, but Miles, unfortunately. They don't have eyelids to shut. And then Miles is going to go, oh, fuck. I thought that was going to work. And continue to cackle. Yeah. All right, done. That moves us on to Reg. Reg, you are further away from and the closest to the captain if you you need to. You're about 20 feet away from the captain. But I'm base to base with a... But you are base to base with a large ogre. I think you buried the lead there. And you successfully fainted him. This is where Justin's going to tell me that skeletons and undead are not Subject to precision damage, right? It didn't come up in my knowledge check. Uh, look, how about you just do it and let's find out. Okay. You can make your own knowledge check. I don't have any knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I am but zen with the world. <laughs> yep, what are you going to do? So I am going to flurry now. So I'm going to be in between the legs yep. and I'm going to kick with a back kick and throw a punch simultaneously. Obviously, in the mechanics of the game, that's sure. not what's going to happen. So I hit both knees simultaneously. Yep. So the first one is a natural 20. Oh, nice. Okay, confirm it. Come on. That's going to be a 12. A 12 is not going to confirm not. that. So do I get the precision damage? Hey, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been reading up on this, and yes, you do get oh, precision damage. Oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> So the first hit does seven points of damage. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. The second hit uh, is a 17 to hit. 
Does that a hit? 17 misses. Oh, can I ju- hit oh sorry. Denied you decks fainted, fainted. Denied yeah. Yeah. No, 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 only for the first hit. First melee attack gets denied decks. But you're... Yep. No, a 17 crit is not hit. confirmation was against a denied decks. Oh, yep. At 12 and it still beat And it still did not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, for a large skeleton creature. Ogres, sorry, yes. Skeleton ogres aren't really renowned for their their dexterity. I just went into the wardrobe and pulled out my clutch bag yep. to see yes. if I could help out. Yes, Thank you, you very did. much. It suits you. <laughs> Does it make my oh. bum look big? Oh, God, yes. All right, so sadly, yeah, that was still. Okay, so you, good job. But you still did seven points of damage to it. That's not seven. bad at all. That's a crit for you. Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't a crit. But for you, that's a crit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then some. Yeah. Did you get that sneak attack on that? Yes. Yep. Okay. So I was just checking. Three I'm- on the D6, three on the <laughs> D4, plus one. All right. All right. So you got your three. Yeah. Three's always threes. It's consistency. Consist- <laughs> consistency. Right. Consistency. We're going to go a little bit different this time. I'm going to start with Reg this time. Left. That's the first roll. You're rolling twice. And that's oh. the second roll. So the left hand uh, claw, 15. That means it's left handed. The right hand claw, slice, well, I'm left handed, so I guess that's why I go first with that one. The right hand claw now comes in underneath, trying to gut you get straight into the guts. Now you're a smaller creature, um, and oh, that is going to be a 15. Uh, not enough. Fuck. <laughs> and then we move to fucking Miles. <laughs> This is where I regret not casting, using player no- knowledge and casting mage armor rather than mm, casting. Mm, mm. Oh, 17 a hit, Miles. Yeah, that'll do it. Oh, that's, that's a shame. So that's the left-hand claw. The, uh, the right-hand claw comes in straight for the fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> that cackling motherfucker of a throat. <laughs> fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the one. <laughs> do you cackle further at him for making such so a the- botch? The one that actually does hit you does seven points of damage. Okay. Lucky you took that cure. I got to tell you, you guys are up because like these guys do a crud ton of damage and these, this tackling no, and misfortune is probably the thing that is keeping you guys alive right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's well played. It is well played. Mm-hmm. Although that said, I've got a feeling right now that Miles ain't looking so hot. He at is all. not looking very good. No. <laughs> Round number four, Flopsy. Flopsy's going to do a heel check on Miles from a distance to see no, how he's looking. Heal. You can't a, heal from a distance. I don't want to heal. I want to see how bad he is. You, a perception check yeah, is, right. is as good as you can get. 17 on a perception check to see how you're feeling. He's bloody. Looking. Okay. What, what are the three levels? What are you. Uh, okay, bloody and dead. <laughs> Essentially, it. So yeah. near death. <laughs> near death, right. Okay. Flopsy's going to suggest you withdraw. He's going to hold, drop his crossbow, pull out a potion, and hold it out for you. So you're going to ready for that? No, he's going to have a like like a baton in a race, okay. holding out the potion. Baton. Going, okay. Get here and drink this. Okay. So you pull the potion out and you just hold it ready to hand yep. off to him. Great. Miles, what are you going to do? I can't withdraw. This is the problem. If I this withdraw- is the problem with this, that you have to stay in combat the whole it's, time. It's not only that. It's within 30 feet. It's, it's not only that. It's the fact that they've got a 10-foot reach. Yeah. So if I withdraw, I'm only going to get out one square and there's still a chance to get in the second square. That's true. So. Dude, mm. Flopsy's done what Flopsy's done. In his mind, he's helping. What are you going to do, Miles? Okay. Flopsy thinks you're not going to you- be able to withdraw if you're lying unconscious in front of them either. I got an idea. 
Okay, go. Not a good idea, mm-hmm. but it's an idea. Miles is going to cackle. And he's like, I fucking don't know what to do. And then he's going to turn around and piss bullet towards that potion. All right. So you cackle, extending that for one more round, mm-hmm. and then you get outside. You know, you withdraw from that square. No, because no, withdraws withdraw. a full round, so I'm just okay. So you take it. the attack of opportunity and yep. try to rely on the misfortune to uh, take it out, motherfucker. That's a nine. <laughs> so boom, you manage to get out of the square as it swipes at you. One of them, right? Yeah, as as it swipes at you, and you uh, leave both squares successfully. Get out to. But that also means you don't grab the potion because you're standing right next to Flopsy. That's Miles's go done. Reg, what are you? Yeah, sorry, just trying to check the rules here. Okay. What? I know, the right? Fuck. I yeah. can't find out when channel whether channel energy is a move. Standard action. It's, it's a just standard, standard action. action, is it? Yes. It's a standard action that does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Doesn't provoke. That was what I was no. looking for. Okay. Um, did you withdraw? Did you say? I just legged it, and you didn't cop it. No. Good. Eh? Just you up there now. Is it really? Yeah. <sighs> you and two ogres. You're almost between the two ogres. Some they're, would say it's an ogre sandwich. They're not full ogres. They're skeleton ogres. Oh, skeleton. Right. Yeah. They're not like, get out of my swamp. Okay. So I'm going to uh, go through another flurry on the one that I'm with. Yes. One. Oh, no. Uh-oh. This, face. Is this, a, this is either an uh-oh. There was two My mistake there. was I rolled the D4 with the D20 and they both rolled one. Oh, no. So does a... snap? it won't as well. Uh, 16 doesn't hit you, does it? A 16 does not hit one of these. So you get a fumble on a natural fumble. Oh, here we go. <laughs> He's sharp. You punch into this ogre and you just get the corner of one of its uh, one of its plates of armor that's on it. You take 1d6 points of damage, which I will happily roll for you. Twice? Six and your strength Does he have modifier. to roll that twice or is it just a no, d20? No, because no, uh, you do this damage to yourself. So seven points. So seven points of damage. Okay. That was get, full damage for me. That's my most damage I've done. Is an 18 on the second attack. An uh, 18 is not going to hit this thing. Oh, they are way too big for that. So you're still in base to base, Reg. Yep. Last round of this joyous, joyous rolling twice and taking the lowest one. It's going to start something different this time. It's, it's actually, going to start with it's, its, actually next round it's, with its right claw. That's going to do 16. It's going to attempt to swipe you not with enough. a 16. Not enough. And on its left claw, that's going to be a 10. So it's not going to do not too enough. much. Sorry. The last of, sorry. The, uh, of the skeletons, seeing that you're right next to it, steps up to make you in. So it turns around. The one that was closest to these two. Cool. That was 10 foot away. Steps up. So there's a five foot distance between you, leaving a bit of an opening to get to the, because uh, it steps diagonally. Oh, no. He's smiling. Now, neither of those are going to hit you, but the one that rolled a natural one. Yes! (laughs) Uh, You are doing more damage on this uh, misfortune and cackle than anything else. Relational damage. Can you just roll a a D6 for me, please? Gladly. Two. A two. It takes a point of damage and its speed is halved. As you can see, a little bone in its foot just go... And break. That's nasty. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't poke the bear. Don't fucking poke In what? Bear. It's a skeleton. Okay. Round number five. Flopsy, what are you going to be doing this round? You it's have gonna, a potion in your hand. He's going to wait for Master to take the potion, then he's going to act after that. 
Mm-hmm. Miles? Miles is going to take the potion and drink it. Yes. Do a lot. Sweet. That's 1d8 plus 1. 8 points of healing. 1d8 plus 1. 1. Plus 1. And that was my move. Is that standard or move? Uh, you would have had to take it off him and then standard action to drink. So that's both. Yep. Take it off him, Lindsay. Mm. Yeah. Because to take it, unstop. Okay. So to, to grab it from him would be, I don't, unless anyone's got something other than that, I don't know that handing something the, the, to someone. The taking is a move action. You're sure it's a move action? I, I'm not sure. Because it's I'm not asking. being drawn out. It's out. It's yeah. ready to go. How about I'll give that to you as a free action because I That's know he's going to fucking for. cackle well, anyway. Then I'll cackle. Okay. <laughs> it will only hit the one because yep. I had to move back, but yep. one's better than none. Yep. That's right. And he's 25 feet from <laughs> you right now. I live again. <laughs> All right. And then I'll have Flopsy, a go. Flopsy, go. So Flopsy's going to move. He's within 30 feet of the closest one. Yeah, he is within 30. He's on the edge, yes. Yeah. He's going to cast a spell at it. Roll a fort save, please. <laughs> For the listeners at home, the joy on Justin's face has slowly been <laughs> drained. It's a, it's a 2d20 fort <laughs> save, right? <laughs> Every time you roll two twenty, that is a fort save of eight. You fail on a ray of enfeeblement as a stream of sand just dribbles from Flopsy's hand, casting that spell. I enjoy both of these things, Brett, but I'm going to read you a little slice of the undead trait Mm -hmm. section. Not susceptible to fortitude saves. Any effect that requires a fortitude save, unless the effect also works on objects, is harmless. Second line, undead are not subject to ability drain, energy drain, or non-lethal damage. There's a bit of player knowledge. And if you, that comes back into this party, you'll hear about it from my lawyer. <laughs> from my rules lawyer. I think you're here. I did that because my knowledge check didn't provide Yeah, yeah that's why I was doing this. I appreciate it. No, look, sometimes I want to win too. And the only way I can win right now is reading a book that somebody else wrote. Well, you could enjoy, you could win by enjoying what we do. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> it's not how I win. Okay, well, the podcast just, wins. I win always. by crushing you. All right. Well, let's uh, keep his Lots of you got to do anything else. You've cast the spell. He's made his fortitude save. going to move, move for that gap. Yes. So you start moving around. How far? 30 foot. 30 foot puts you in line with the first skeleton. So you are 10 foot away from that first skeleton if you hug the wall. 10 foot or more? 10 foot. So there's a 10 foot gap. So he can't hit you. You're, so there's 10 foot between the two of you. He can't reach you. Cool. Yeah. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought they could reach 10 foot. No, they have 10 foot reach, but that's essentially a five foot between you. Uh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. 10 foot gap. Gotcha. Yep. So there's a 10 foot gap between you and the skeleton right now. That gets us to Reg. Reg, you have two skeletons. On you, one of them you're right next to and one of them is five foot away from you. Yeah, so Reg feeling um, somewhat claustrophobic now he's surrounded by all this bone. Um, am I better to withdraw or to acrobatics out of this? I don't think you can do either. Why not? Well, you can, but withdraw won't work because I only get you out of one five foot square. Acrobatics, acrobatics is, is going to be ridiculous. Acrobatics is your only way. Yep, let's do it then. Acrobatics out. Otherwise, I'm going to get squished either way, hey? Um, how many rolls do I need to make? You will need to make one acrobatics check. However, just know because there are multiple creatures that that is a little harder than it would have been. And it's two squares, right? 
from the get-go. So you move through an enemy square, so threatened area of an enemy square is its CMD bonus, but the every for every extra enemy that increases. Yep, sure. So the first one was a 28 on the acrobatics. 28, boom, boom, boom. Ooh. You move 10 foot. You are still within the, the So speed. I roll up like a little cannonball and just... Yep. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And you yeah, want to keep you want to keep moving. I'm going to keep moving. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. Okay, so you want another one, dear? Yep. And that was a 29. You are still level with the the one closest to where Miles and Flopsy were. Right. You're probably at level with where Flopsy is right now because you only moved 20 foot back. Okay. So I can continue moving or is that no, no that's that standard was action for the acrobatics. Okay. No, cool. no, that was both your moves because acrobatics halves your movement, so you've just the equivalent of moved 40 foot. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Good move, 20 foot. Good move. Hmm? 20 foot. Yeah, but he's moved actual 20 foot, but because it's W. Oh, movement, right. He's, hang, he's hang on, perfect. hang on, hang on. Yes, unless you have some kind of speedy acrobatics <laughs> joy. An underfoot adept uses his size and grace to avoid the attacks of those he passes when using acrobatic skill to avoid attacks of opportunity by moving through a threatened area or an enemy's space. He only takes a minus five penalty when doing so full speed instead of minus 10. So nothing to do with what we're doing right now. Well, so, you could have done that at full speed, but you would have taken negative five to your rolls. Yeah. So that would have made it a little dicier to get through. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Yep. Cool. Dicey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Reg, you only have, you have two skeletons. You've moved away from the bigger skeleton, the closest skeleton, the skeleton that is still under the misfortune hex steps up to you. Is that the one with the No, it's speed? not under the misfortune hex. It was under the misfortune hex. Oh no, because it was still to under, me yeah, is under yeah. misfortune. Don't worry. You wish. Yeah. Is that one also? The first claw strikes into oh, you for that. a 10. The second one, a 12. Both misses. Even... The skeleton with its lifeless eyes is looking fucking pissed off at this. <laughs> Fire in its lifeless eyes. Yeah. yeah. And then it closes in the gap so the, its companion can't do anything. The companion rushes at you, but because the first skeleton's in the way, the second one can't get, get into base to base. Which one's you. movement impeded? Um, the one that just struck. Yeah. So I didn't need two moves to get 40 foot. No, just five footed. Oh, right. I it thought... didn't. No, it's only because Reg, remember Reg was further yeah, down yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Check, so check, him check. moving up was really, he only just got out of that. Okay. There. I mean, actually, it probably only would have been one attack, but it's, uh, it, they all miss. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cheating because I want to have fun. Um, but that uh, opens the gap up even enemy. more, right? Yes, it certainly does open the gap up. So the gap's now nowhere near you. It's moved, uh, let's say you've got about 15 to 20 feet worth of space between you and, and any way of being able to, actually it's only, yeah. Anyway, it's opened the gap up, Brett. This is round <laughs> number six. Miles, what are you going to do? Uh, Miles is going to pop his collar, casting mage armor on himself. Yes. And then he's going to move around to the same way as where Flopsy was to try okay. and help. So you move 40, 30 foot. Oh, wait. No, no, he's not. He's going to cackle. <laughs> okay. So you cackle, but keeping extending that, it. Extending <laughs> that up. Flopsy, you are now about 30 foot away from the, uh, from the sergeant. As long as I remember to do it. Did Flopsy notice that the precision damage from Reginald seemed to have some effect on these creatures? Uh, yes. Flopsy's going to... Pull another dagger because he dropped one already mm -hmm. and move into flanking position with Reginald. Oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. You just get there. 
<laughs> just move in to flanking position with Reggie. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Two rolls, and that's the sound of uh, of <laughs> an attack of opportunity that may get through on a nineteen. Is that two rolls? That was two rolls. My oh. last was a 12. Get out. There is a chance of him rolling two natural 20s. Your just... lowest was a 12. Yes. So they got a plus seven on the hits. Yes. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, 19 hits. <laughs> Doesn't help when you roll one on the damage. Six. <laughs> Six points of damage slices Sheesh, into Flopsy. That's still not good, eh? So there is a one in four hundred chance that he can still roll two nat twenties in a row. Having taken Just that, take Flopsy, it, do don't tell me the odds. He's getting, do you want he's to getting take... up to like four hundred rolls now, isn't he? Is it? that one move to get there? <laughs> that is one move, and you drew a dagger as part of your new plus one base attack bonus. Mm-hmm. Would you like to attack this creature? I would like to aid another to help Reginald attack this creature. Okay. Natural twenty. Oh! Imagine oh, if you had actually hit. That would have been a beautiful thing. It wouldn't have been. I know what damage I do. Three, right? So one D four. You get precision damage, and you get plus two on that because I'm aiding you on the damage. Reggie, no, you're flanking. Reggie, you're flanking. Yes, I am. So we're flurry flanking. Okay. Double F. Okay. First one. First one is a twenty. Yes, that hits. Sorry, what is a twenty-two? Sorry. Yes. Plus for... flanking. Plus flanking. Two for flanking. That was, that, was for me. that was with the two. That's why he just added two. Two yeah. for me aiding, two for flanking. Oh, that was a 24 then. That yeah, hits. Like, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> it's moved. Anyway, Still it I'm glad you're adding to the five, to hit. five points of damage. And the skeleton crumbles oh, to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> can I just oh, say, fuck. can I just say, when it, when it hit itself, it almost killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked at it and went, oh, that fumbles. No, it had two hit points left. Oh. But the, I, jo- the joy was there. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was Sorry. heaps of damage. That was massive amounts of damage. You guys did really well. Good job, you guys. So is the other skeleton demoralized? The now? other skeleton is still up. <laughs> and that leads the other skeleton into combat. The other skeleton now can step up doing only one attack. That is going to be 21 to hit you. Uh, yes. With one claw doing... Oh, seven points of damage. How are you looking, Reg? Fine. <laughs> oh, I, I can't move. I'm, I'm trapped. I can't get out from under heels. Round seven happens. Miles, it's your go. Uh, Miles is going to run up to the cart. Double move? Yeah, is he... Um, 60 foot will get you to the cart. Will I be in... No. Okay, yep. Cool. I like yep. how I didn't even need to say that. <laughs> yes. I would like to move up to the car, avoiding any attacks of opportunity, if I can. Yes, you move away that you you can move 60 foot, get right up to the edge, uh, right up to the cart and not provoke. Hold on, Sarge. I'll get you out next turn. Okay, Flopsy, what are you doing? You are not base to base to anything. You're actually, you're within reach of the uh, skeleton that's moved up. So, Justin, can I move to get into a flanking position with this uh, skeleton? Yes, but you would have to go around the skeleton and it might take you a little bit of movement if we plot the movement. 30-foot move to get into flank to base to base? Yes. I'll do that. Cool. And you take an attack of opportunity to do so. That is 21 to hit. Yep. And you take six points of damage as Again? the claw strikes. And the ring's true. And then Flopsy's going to add another again, plus two to attack for Reginald Ooh. and flanking as well. Reggie, let's go. Finish this. Come on, Reg. Come on, Reg. 
Right. Which which skeleton is this that I'm actually fit? Is this the one that I was hitting up yeah. earlier? This is the first skeleton that you were hitting. Okay, cool. R- wait, wait. Flopsy's got a tear in his eyes. He's taken two big hits from these guys, and he's really you can see it in his eyes. Kill this thing. Please kill it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see it in Miles' eyes that if you don't do this, you're gonna live up to everything bad that Lindsay's <laughs> ever said about you. <laughs> You can see in Miles' eyes that Lindsay is judging you. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty that's big so judgment. Meta, man. That's yeah, so that's meta. big judgment. Okay, let's flurry. Uh so that is what's the threat range on not that okay. So that's a twenty Yep, that'll hit. Yep, okay. <laughs> Ten points of damage. Oh yeah. And it crumbles. Fine, there we go. Fuck for that. It was on three HP. Falling on the You were. Yeah, on free HP, yeah. Me too. I was going to withdraw and heal, but then you were like, I was as well. (laughs) But I know I healed myself to 11. (laughs) Wow. Fuck. Uh And on the floor, you see two piles of bones with two giant half plate armor sets. They. Roger, come help me. Even as you're looking, the half plate armor stays, but the bones dissipate. Reg runs over to the Sarge, well, limps over to the Sarge. Yep. Can we lift? Yep. You grab one side, I'll grab the other. Do we need strength checks or anything? Yes, please. Strength check. Natty 20. Boom. Boom. You open the car. The Sarge calls out. He dusts himself off and he says, ah, thank you. Oh, and he rolls back up just before you put it under, grabs his pipe, pulls that out as well. (laughs) Um, Can we make a- That's good, good work there, recruits. Can we make a knowledge arcana check on why the skeletons disappeared? Uh, You certainly can. Another natty 20. <laughs> oh, now they're coming. Right? Yeah, now think, they're coming. That's you, a 27. You think that it's akin to a summon. So this thing was summoned here. Cool. So this, <laughs> lead, this leads to the theory of that we're saying about the creature that killed the poor Mr. Price in the, the antique shop. Or so the summon do, they are, do their hands look the same as the rip well, marks? Look, look, oh, well, have a look at me, Flopsy. I'm covered in fucking rings. I mean, you have to look at you. Look at me. <laughs> Yeah, the wrens, the wrens, while similar, I guess, but they're not exactly the same. So ah, too too narrow. These bones are too narrow for Mister Price. Price ones are probably a bit thicker and a bit more. There was a little. It looked like there was a claw and nail and skin around it. These are much more defined. Now burst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want some healing? Yup. Yes, please. <laughs> Fuck, Gather I've only everybody. got three, and I'm fucked as well. Okay, hang on. Yeah, you, but they, they heal all of us. They heal all of us. Oh, the burst time. does, but the... All right. We're talking burst, yeah. Give yourself two points. Oh, thank you. I see. And a six. Thank oh. you. Even the Sarge kind of is rubbing his legs where he was pinned under there, and he's like, hey, good boil. Thank you very much. Haven't you got any potions? Or I gave him a potion. I do have another potion here. Do you want it? I've got three. Cure, I got cure lights, but oh yeah, we've got. I've got disposable ones that will never come back. I don't want to use those. No, um, no. So let's look at these items that this skeletons dropped. It might have a clue of who summoned them. Thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay, as you start searching through the giant size, now these are giant sized full, like full sets of half plate armor, not full plate armor. They are full sets of half plate armor that are large in size. You're working through them and you can see the insignia of a wolf's paw sitting on top of the armor set that is there. Yes, you can sell those things. Look, recruits, let's go back. There is not much that we can do here. We'll get the boys in to dispose of that body. 
and uh, take the stuff in. If you want to put the armor in there, they can grab that when they come back. What do you mean? Like, we, we, we headed back to the barracks then, boss, are we? Yeah, we'll get the boys to come here and clean up after us. We certainly don't need to be here for the rest of the night. So um, just to be clear, the, those sets of armor, do we get to keep them? I can't see. Why not? Great. Oh, a I don't sergeant. think they'll fit you, Flopsy. You're a bit of a, a slight fellow. Yes, three shops down, there was an armorer who might be, might be interested in purchasing something like this. Mm. Right. So um, he basically says, you know, the watch will come down. They'll dispose of the dead body. They'll come in, uh, you know, do all the do all the things. They'll do all the rigmarole that has to clean happen it up. afterwards. And they'll bring, they'll catalog that armor, do what they need to do, search it, write a description of it, and then the, you you certainly can take it. In Pick it up in the barracks well, tomorrow. We you better get a move on because we've got a shift starting in twenty custody. minutes. Ah, well, this is something I want to talk to you about. Come on. And he starts heading straight back up to the offices where he goes. The man of mystery that he is and a few words. Just the way you like it. <laughs> you finally get back into his office and he sits in his comfy leather office chair behind his desk and he lights up his, uh, his pipe again and he opens his top drawer, pulls out three badges. I got a badge! Looks like you people need a bit of a promotion. No longer are you volunteers for the Night Watch. This officially makes you night watchman here and i've got your first duty to do tonight given your performance in that last battle i think that you can handle yourself under a bit of pressure you've shown that you're not just one of those people that comes in here all fancy like and doesn't know anything you conducted yourself admirably in in pursuing a murder investigation and you can clearly handle yourself in a fight well, thank you, Sarge. It's debatable. Do, do, does that mean, what are the terms that come with a, a promotion? Is it increased pay? Do we get our own rooms? It means that you're no longer a volunteer, boy. So we're employed by You the are city. employed. And it also means that should any other opportunities come up, then perhaps you might want to apply for them. This gives you a little bit of, uh, of joy. And should you perish in the line of duty, your uh, your next of kin will receive a payment. Gives you a bit of peace of mind, if you know. Just speaking, to be clear, I'm your next of kin, right, boys? <laughs> uh, speaking no. of perishing, um, I could really do with seeing a medic. <laughs> do we have to work tonight? Is that the, are we out on watch tonight? Aye, you do have to watch tonight. And for how long? Just, uh, just if, if, uh, go, if we're going out for another night out watching, I, I need some healing. Point of order: <laughs> uh, we we did defeat a, a skeleton while off duty today, and that would be counted as double time because we were out of hours. So possibly, a, and a minimum three hour call. That's six hours of work. One would count plus this recent little foray. Uh, perhaps we put in the full night's effort. I don't think so, pal. Well, why, are you, why are you trying to shirk this? We got Can a new job. Let's just go. Let's you know. Let's go get dressed and let's hit the town. That are you not dressed? That's fine. <laughs> I'm not in my oh, night watch. Oh, I don't have. I've just been naked this whole time. <laughs> so it seems that I need people with a, a specific set of skills that someone that I can trust. The problem is thrust. And he he gets up and he walks over to the door and he shuts the door and he pulls down the uh, the curtains. So that nobody can see in through I the knew window he was bent. There you go. on the door. And he says, seems to me like we've uh, got a bit of corruption throughout the watch at the moment. Not many people that I know can that I can trust. That's why I needed the recruits. 
people that came in here for nothing don't have a stake. You uh, seem to not be here long enough for somebody to reach out to you and perhaps we can trust you a little bit. Seems that we've been given an assignment from much higher up. We ain't got no choice for this. There's a man called Virgil Aldane. Have you heard of him? No. He's a renowned artifact collector. And he's entrusted with the watch, a priceless artifact that needs to be looked over before it can be handed to the Black Ross Museum. You see, Virgil is the brother of the museum curator, Nigel Aldane. And the city has uh, put a bit of pressure on us to make sure that this item is kept quite safe as they want the Black Ross Museum reopened to the public. And this might be the way that we can do it. I've got reason to believe that if we uh, let known that we have this to general members of the watch, we might have a compromised situation on our hands. So my task to you is that you go to the safe house and you're on guard overnight. That'll be your duty for the rest of the evening. Each night, the artifact is moved to a different location. So not one watch member knows where it is on any consecutive night. Kind of helps us a little bit. Even I don't know where it'll be tomorrow, but that's what we need to do. Will you accept this task? Aye, Sarge, we will. We will. Yes. Yep. We will. Good. Okay. (laughs) Can I sense my... (laughs) You can sense motive. See if he's telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Do I think he might be bent? Uh, sense motive of 21. You don't think that he's bent. No, he's uh, yeah, he's telling the truth. Virgil and Nigel, their parents had a, a naming scheme. In 1972, after the cataclysm, a crack commander unit was sent to <laughs> Absalon. <laughs> Virgil and Nigel Elbow. For a crime they didn't commit, these men probably escaped from Absalon. Today, still wanted by Absalom. They survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, you may hire us. <laughs> <laughs> so after a little while, he hands you each your badge and he kind of pats you on the shoulder and he says, let's get you kitted out then. And he takes you down to the storeroom. And in the storeroom, he presents each of you with a kit. He also gives each of you a cure light wounds potion just in case you need it. That's for drinking now. You can keep it if you want, but I suggest you you might need it. You don't really have any more. Our stocks are running low. I can see that look in Brett's eye. And he also presents each of you a package. The package is what is called a guards kit. This is a standard issue set of supplies that each of the members get. The kit contains a backpack, a belt pouch, a flint and steel, a set of manacles, 50 foot of rope, a signal whistle, some soap, and five torches. And he says to you, look, I've got another couple of guys that I'm going to get to take you down there. This is something that we need to keep quite secret, you understand. A breach of confidence here could not only cost us the artifact itself, but it could also cost lives. So I need each of you to swear an oath that you are not going to tell. And he looks at each of you. Always with the bloody oath with these people, Jeepers. Come about, on, then. As long as there's not any, we're not liable if we get compelled. Compelled? Compelled? Compulsed. Compelled. I've been hoodwinked a couple of times tonight at last night about magical means. 
Nothing simple with you people, is it? No. Look, are you going to swear that you're not going to tell anyone? I keep this and the security of the artifact as an utmost priority and not tell anyone. Correct. That's how normal people would act in a situation. <laughs> I swear on the boats of Tippy yeah. that I would not tell anyone about our duties tonight. And he, he passes you each a... Uh, the watch kit. You also get a watchman's jacket Ooh, that you nice. can pin your uh, that you can pin your badges onto. Is it like the same kind of style that my current dryer's bone? No, is, it wouldn't no? be. It would be like a like an officer's jacket, like an army Ooh. jacket, kind of like a police jacket. And what's the armor class on that, Justin? Nah, it's that is <laughs> it, it is big plus, enough that it would fit over three. any oh, existing right. yeah. armor that you would have, but it really is not anything. If you if you are wearing super bulky armor, you can get a, uh, a watchman's vest rather than a jacket as well. I don't think want. anyone's wearing armor. The old watchman's wife beater. Nice. No. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, unslotted armor piece. All right. <laughs> I'm hearing you, Justin. You keep trying, you keep trying. <laughs> and a that plus four unslotted armor piece. Yep. Brilliant. Not an armor bonus, just a normal bonus. I see. You can stack with armor. Brilliant, Justin. I love it. Well, that's that then. So I guess the next step for you is to get to the safe house. I'll give you some directions and then you can keep it safe next time we play. <laughs> nice. I'm going to have to get a new mini printer now. I've got a more coat. Is yours a little bolero? Just a little, like, cut off at the waist. <laughs> <You're> showing. <laughs> or an opera singer like Justin. Typically, Matadors are known for their fighting skills. Not for their skills. I mean, they're not very good. It sounds like he's multi-classing like Rich does. <laughs> Probably.